Okay, so uh, listen, I know we started off here a little, little disappointed about the not getting the sweep, but this Taylor all Swift. the what and the Taylor Swift, yes, and the Taylor Swift scenario down, down it sucked, man. It, it's a rough it, weekend, it was a rough re- weekend down there in Seattle. I mean, that's why we're we, we were going to be down at tacos and tequila. It, this shit just wasn't happening. Um, I mean, here's the positive thing. Here's the positive and scary thing. This three one run games, and this easily could have been a sweep for the Mariners as well, right, Hanno? Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, maybe you were thinking that the conversation was negative in that third game. Some positives out of it. Brian Wu rebounded, but not only did he rebound, he had that light late life in his fastball and he really pinpointed his this command and worked his way in and out depending on if it was a right or left hander it was really good to see he was always on the black for the most part as i watched the game nothing was really too much middle in uh except for the one home run he gave up to belt it was on the black but it was elevated a little and he got on top of it but other than that you got to be happy with the way the uh, young rookie pitched in that for in that game yeah, especially coming off of the game, the game last week, where that was it was home run derby against the Minnesota Twins, who hit a lot of home runs. But Toronto is a known home run hitting team this year, a little bit down. Well, hey, we got one of their big home run hitters on our team, uh, you know, who, you know, pretty much spoiled the party, pissed in their uh, <laughs> the pissed in their Wheaties this weekend. And that is Teoscar Hernandez. He had a great series. Yeah, sure did. Uh, you know, I assume that playing his former team like he did at home, uh, he didn't have a good series or as good a series as he wanted to when he returned back to Toronto earlier in the year. And yeah, that first game of the series, he absolutely just ripped that ball off the wall high off the yellow tape to uh, win them the game in uh, walk-off fashion for uh, game one of the series. It was exciting. Mariners showed a lot of fight. Yeah, they did. I mean, being down late, and you're doing this off of Romero, you know. Unfortunately, I always say you're only going to get to the closer once in a series. You know, almost got to him twice here in game three. Had him set up to be knocked out, but that's why he's an all-star closer. Yeah, absolutely. And then in game two, you know, the Mariners started off really well, had that big third inning with three uh, solo home runs, one by Cal, Demo, and Julio. And um, the Mariners then, you know, you mentioned Toronto and how well they hit the ball in their home runs, and they countered with another three home runs themselves in the fifth inning and um, took the lead five to three. And the Mariners call, crawled their way back. J.P. Crawford, uh, you know, big hit. And then you mentioned Teoscar Hernandez, a uh, big game-winning, um, game-leading uh, double down the left field line. So, yeah, he had a big series, like you said. Yeah, uh, big series. That, that that game two, I know game one was a, was a nice, was a nice, like, okay, we still got, we still have Toronto's number here. Uh, and then game to to me was pretty much maybe one of the most invigorating games all season long. We saw Cal Raleigh who has a lot of hype to live up to, just like Julio. I think Julio offensively, Julio is obviously number one who who gets a lot of has been hyped up. 
uh, Cal, just the way he finished last year, especially after coming up from the minors and having the clincher. He's another guy that you just thought was just unfairly. He's going to keep ascending and ascending and being this folklore guy. I mean, even for the casual fan, right? DH yeah, big dumper, big dumper. Yeah. He's the big dumper. And, um, but look against Toronto, he wears them out. He's played 13 games. I believe against Toronto in his short career, eight home runs gets two. Yeah. He owns them. You're right. I mean, eight home runs in just a handful of games, like you mentioned, in uh, big situations, a couple series back and forth uh, last year and this year, and then in the playoffs. Yeah, he's shown to uh, be quite the thorn for the Toronto Bla uh, Blue Jays pitching staff. Yeah, and I've also heard, uh, you know, I, I was listening to them, uh, Gary Hill, who there isn't a, a comma or a dot or <laughs> Or, or a hyphen or a, a space in, in an article or, or in a uh, presser, nothing gets by him. I would, you know, when the, when the, uh, when the Kraken's goalies, uh, Ruben hours, uh, letting a couple of by, you gotta have Gary Hill ought to be the backup guy. He doesn't let shit get by him. And he was bringing up the fact that the manager of Toronto Blue Jays, do you remember his name? It doesn't matter if you don't. Uh, you should never forget it. It's John Schneider. John Schneider. He is. You the know guy. who else is a John Schneider? Who? Your uh, Seattle Seahawks GM. Oh, that's right. Yeah. John Schneider. Okay. I should never forget that. Well, we should forget this guy and think about our John Schneider. Uh, We've got the better John Schneider. Yeah, we, de we definitely do. I mean, this is the guy in a press conference said, I mean, I get what he was saying. Do you remember the press conference last year, Hannah, with Gary Hill was talking about it, where they were talking about um, Cal Raleigh hitting all these home runs and wearing them out, and he goes, I, I, I'm paraphrasing this, but basically like, well, if you hit your spots and you execute, no, because he's a 200 hitter, right? Isn't that basically what he said about Cal Raleigh? Yeah, he gave him some good bulletin board material for sure. I'm sure Cal uh, knows about it as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very sure he knows about it as well. Uh, he, uh, this, this guy just, I mean, just wears out teams. And there's just, we know this, there's just certain teams that certain players, where, you know, we have those guys too against the Mariners, tons of them, right? Rafael Palmero against the Mariners. Yeah, that? yeah, Palmero versus the Mariners. Trout, I you know it's tough because Trout is Trout. Uh, Mike Napoli is one of those guys that you just go, oh my god, this this dude wears us out. Teoscar Hernandez was a Mariner killer before he came over here. Um, uh, but yeah, Cal Raleigh is he's a he's a Blue Jay hunter, wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, most definitely. He sure has. I mean, he hunts the home runs. He comes up big. Here's some honorable mention uh, big moments in this series that, that I think are going to go a long way. I'm hoping they go a long way. Little, little ones, right? That's why we're calling them honorable mentions. Uh, Colton Wong. <laughs> big stole of base. Big RBI single. I liked it, you know. 
And I mean, anything is better than what we were getting. Some good turns at second base. Uh, also, Dylan Moore. You know, he's getting some playing time. We heard Scott Service talk about this in the presser. He, yeah, he's very happy with what Dylan Moore did in this series, and we're going to be seeing more of him. Uh, maybe probably see Caballero, I think, maybe kind of fall back a little bit. But I think that's what you need it for Caballero. I think he's more of a guy that, yeah, you want him to come in, pinch run, maybe pinch hit, disrupt a game versus putting the game on his shoulders. Uh you got any other honorable mentions here from this series? No, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Colton Wong. It jogged my memory uh, on that double play. Um, you did not win that game where um, Gino Suarez comes in on a two hopper, scoops it up, and it was it was an in between hop, which made it so difficult. And he threw across his body to second base as the bases were loaded with him charging. You thought maybe he would go home with it, but he threw across his body. Made a nice strike throw to Wong, who then turned up nicely, like you said, and got uh, Kirk, who's not a fast runner. But yeah. still, it was a beautiful clutch play in the right situation that you had to have. So, yeah, I think that was one of my most memorable defensive plays of that series. I think that was the best physical, mental, all-around play, the Geno the Gino turn. Because everybody was thinking he was going home. Uh, even the way his feet were coming, you're like, oh no, this is, you know, you're thinking he's going to go home and the ball's going to sail. He like was a step ahead of everybody, you know, and that's a, probably a credit to, to Gary Hill. I mean, uh, Perry Hill, that's probably a credit to Perry Hill and th them out there always working. Um, I know that the uh, comebacker or the tapper, the one, two, three double play in game two was awesome, but I gotta say that 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 play with Eugenio, that play with Eugenio, and the results that we got, you know, that was like you said, you don't have that, you don't have the win. Yeah, just the scoop on a short hop, as you know, it's the hardest hop to handle. You'd rather have a long hop or a short hop, but that in between hop, like I said, a heck of a play and a scoop and to get rid of it quickly. I mean, he had to get rid of it quickly because that lead runner from first base was on Colton Wong. It was it was interesting. He thought he almost beat it, it looked like, because the base runner took a head first slide into second base. So, yeah, beautiful, just gorgeous play. If you like infield play, that's one that you will always remember. Yeah. Hannah, where on the third baseman? You're a great third baseman. <laughs> where on the third baseman was that on the boner meter? <laughs> what are we saying? Nine, ten? Just let's just take the scenario, the physicalness, and just the execution. Yeah, it's definitely nine five. I mean, yeah. it was gorgeous to be able I mean, to scoop that long hop. Like I said, it, I mean, yeah, make a strong throw in the situation. Like you mentioned, tight game, bases loaded late in the game. Uh, Gino, man, he's been. I mean, we all kind of worried when Gino was coming in, who's going to replace the defense of Kyle Seager. They have not missed a beat. He's Absolutely. been fantastic defensively. I think we've been so lucky. I know there's certain positions that we go, oh, the Mariners have been very lucky. Like, hey, we're – but third base, you know, from Adrian Beltre to Kyle Seager to – Eugenio. 
I mean, we've seen 15 years of like third base defense has not been an issue. That's like one thing that you can just say about the Mariners. You go, there's not been third baseman defensive issues. No, absolutely. I mean, he can charge the slow roller. He can play back and has that good gun. Um, he can play all the hops. He can throw in multiple different angles on the run, set his feet, uh, take the short hop, take the, you know, in between like he did in this game. I mean, he is solid with how many balls that are hit in that area. He comes up with most of them. You know, it'd be a fun off season, uh, show to do because you know in the off season we we learned this year it was our first off season with this podcast is just going okay let's hypothetically talk about who we're gonna get and it turned out to be a real big waste of time (laughs) (laughs) considering what the Mariners did we should do I think a and let's see what the listeners think we should break down just the evolution of the third baseman on the Mariners I think that would be fun just going through the timeline of like Okay, here's here's the third baseman, you know, evolution chart. We'll have to figure out what constitutes of them being on there. Cause yeah, we had Edgar there, but you can't really throw him in there. But yeah, you had Blowers, you had David Bell was another good third baseman. You go way back in the way back time machine, Jim Presley was pretty good. Um I mean, I mean that's just not it's not like left field for the Mariners. Left field has been that Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Absolutely. It sure has. There's twice or three times as many guys to go through in left field that there is at third base. And don't forget Dave Hoffman. He was in there too. Oh, Dave Hoffman, Dave Hollins. Excuse me, Dave Hollins, Dave Hollins, Jeff Cirillo. He was a bus for us, but he played a good, played a good third base. Just, we should specifically go. This is a defensive clinic. I have a little project. Well, once again, Edgar Martinez is using Eagle Hardware's incredible selection of brand-name power tools for its latest project. And uh, here's a surprise. Uh, for once, it's not a bat. Oh, it is a bat. It's a light bat. Eagle Hardware and Garden. More of everything. I know we started off with a little bit negative earlier, but this is the big thing about, you know, um, Let's take a peak carolism. It's not how you start the first quarter, the second quarter. It's how, how you finish in the fourth, right? We got the Seahawks kicking off training camp this week. Excited. Um, but w- what I mean by this is the way we started this homestand coming out of the all-star break to how I'm feeling right now, even with a loss, I felt like there was a lot of character building with this team. And I think there's a lot of young guys not think i know there's a lot of young guys that weren't a part of last year that we had up here and i i think you know they made their bones in in this toronto series in front of a hostile crowd in their own stadium i think there was a lot of stepping up whether it was you know sacedo i'm talking about these kind of guys whether it was miller uh woo you know um even like a mike ford man (laughs) you know i know he played in the bronx a little bit but i mean this this was a big series for him as well i was happy to see uh, even some of the veterans like like i mentioned earlier in the honorable mention like you're seeing like guys like uh dylan moore who who was here as well 
who has been here, who like has had no effect on the season, be a part of this. Um, yeah, you know, going into the series, you had JK, you know, busting up his foot. I mean, it's like this whole weekend, <laughs> whether how, even though we split with the Minnesota twins, man, it, it was, it was a recipe for disaster. And I feel like everybody persevered. Even Isaiah Campbell, look at that guy, man. He, you know, had a couple of balls that should have been out and then he gets a ball and almost, you know, chucks it down to Rainier Valley. <laughs> you know, maybe the most athletic play I've seen Ty France make in a long time. I mean, like these guys competed and I really liked it. I've really felt like, I felt like this was a really good character, character developing series. And on top of that, I think the cherry on the top is, I felt like Teoscar Hernandez really, really became a Mariner this weekend. And I hope, and I hope, I really do hope we see him when they return home. And I hope he doesn't get traded. Uh, what, what, give me a monologue here, Hannah. No, I can agree with you. The Mariners did show some character. Yeah, they got behind at times throughout this series. Um, they didn't throw in the towel. Um, they showed a lot of grit. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Perseverance? Um, yeah, not even that. Yeah, they showed perseverance, but... Moxie? Yeah, we'll just... No, yeah, one of those. But yeah, they, uh, you know, they just, they came back. They showed some fight. Um, they didn't get down on themselves. I still haven't... I can't, I'm having a... I just can't pull the word that I want to say. But yeah, they... Uh, they um they they Their came back they, they, grew, they grew some fucking ball hair yeah yeah i mean they, they, we've seen plenty of times this year where they've gotten down oh they faced adversity that's adversity. what i'm looking for absolutely and, everybody and they, stepped uh, up everybody stepped up i know we lost jared kelnick and and some other shit was going on and it's like i miss jared kelnick but i didn't miss him this series because people stepped up well, yeah, I mean, now you have to as a team. That's all about being a team. When guys go down, you need guys to step up. And, you know, like you mentioned, Dylan Moore, um, he didn't have much of a spring training. He hasn't got much run lately. Um, so he needs a little time to uh, get going. To the, you know, the spot starts and the spot times that he's had throughout the series. He hasn't done anything. And uh, he got his confidence going, you know, with actually getting a couple games played in a row. And uh, hopefully he takes off a little bit. Uh, they're going to need him. Yeah. 